We all have them, even if we don't care to admit it. We have overstuffed lives, cluttered workspaces, outdated beliefs, and out-of-control closets. We ignore our messiest messes, hoping they will go away, but they just get worse if we leave them for too long. Today's episode is about making space for our fullest potential to emerge, and the mindful performance strategy is a simple but not easy one, the big clean. Tune in to learn how you can take action on physical, digital, and energetic cleanups that are keeping you from showing up as powerfully as possible on the next Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose. You are listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. For more information or to listen to more episodes, visit TeresaRose.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Teresa and I am thrilled you have joined me today. Today's episode is all about the strategy I call Big Cleans from the messes section of my book, Mindful Performance, How to Powerfully Impact Profitability, Productivity, and Purpose. In order for us to be as effective as possible and deliver outstanding performances at work, at home, and all day long, we must be in right alignment with our space. And sometimes just standard issue tidying up is not going to cut it. Sometimes we need to bring out the big guns and do a big clean. Here's an excerpt from the book that describes this mindfulness strategy in detail. No matter how diligent you are about trying to stay on top of your physical space, the amount of input you are absorbing daily is likely larger than your output. You'll never, ever have a perfectly clean desk with nothing on it, patiently waiting for you to add some work to it whenever you get around to it. If you do have a job like that, I would gently invite you to look at why you aren't challenging yourself more. It's okay to have more to do than time to do it. It's natural. The same is true for our space at home. Closets explode with clothes. Garages get junky and jam-packed. Books and magazines multiply. Because the inflow is inherently greater than the outflow, you would be wise to schedule big cleans on a regular basis. These are not windows of time where you will multitask, cleaning up here and there while you'll do other activities. That doesn't work for big cleans. You don't clean out a filing cabinet while also painting a room because a big clean requires more mental focus and physical energy than your typical day. You will work harder than you normally do during big cleans. Expect it. Don't make the process more laborious than it already is by throwing in other tasks that you'll do while you're trying to focus on that. Instead, just carve out the time, turn the phone off, shut down email, and put some music on. Dive in. Touch a piece of paper, object, or computer file only once and make a firm executive decision whether to give away, delegate, throw away, delete, or keep do. Give away, throw away, keep. Those are the only things to focus on when you do a big clean. Don't be tempted to chase after or execute any of the hidden nasties you might discover during your big clean. Just place it on the keep pile or the keep folder and move on. Your goal is to sort through the crap as quickly as possible, separating high value items from the noise. Once the big clean sorting exercise is complete, you can 
then turn your attention to the throwaway pile. Shred away. There's absolutely no reason to keep items hanging around if no action is going to be taken or it no longer serves a meaningful purpose to you. If you really need to track down the four-inch three-ring binder containing the TPS report from August 2013, I'm sure someone else in the organization will be happy to oblige. Next, attack the giveaway stuff with relentless abandon. Get all of it off your plate. If you are doing a digital big clean of your inbox, create a giveaway folder that houses all your delegated or forwardable items in one area. Once you're ready to clean out that folder, forward your email to each recipient, politely informing them of the change in ownership. Better yet, pick up the phone to alert them and offer your assistance if needed. Don't just throw it over to them without a proper introduction to the material. After attacking your throwaway and giveaway piles, you'll feel so light and liberated that your increased energy will help you dive into your keep pile. Calendarize when you will accomplish each item and gather anything you'll need to complete each task. So that's from the book, Mindful Performance, How to Powerfully Impact Profitability, Productivity, and Purpose. And the reason why I chose this strategy for this particular episode is that I personally just endured a huge clean in my house. I wanted to free up a closet that I'd been using for work supplies for personal storage instead. And and when I say I was using the closet, I really wasn't using the closet. It had become this very sad, ignored receptacle of what I didn't know what to do with. Uh, Do you have a space like that? You know, when you don't know what to do with something, you're like, put it in the closet. You'll deal with it later. And later never seems to come, except, of course, at the most inopportune times. Well, when I forced myself to dig out every single item in this horrible closet. Okay, there were office supplies that I didn't need anymore, flyers from ancient programs that I no longer offered, paperwork that needed filing, shredding, books from colleagues I was too sheepish to get rid of in the first place. The problem with big cleans is that they usually open up a whole other can of worms as you try to find intelligent new places for the items you do want to keep. You know, my one closet project morphed into a multi-day extravaganza that involved three other closets, a storage unit, multiple contractor bags of garbage, and multiple trips to the charity drop-off. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. But when it was done, I swear, I felt 10 pounds lighter, which I will take any day of the week. Uh, Interestingly enough, my speaking and coaching business saw a major bump immediately afterward, which happens frequently when I do big cleans. I really seriously believe that the energy that we release when we do these kinds of big cleans actually comes back to us uh, in healthier, abundant energy. It's to me like the universe saying, yeah, you know, you deserve this after all you just went through to be more mindful, so you're welcome. As a mindful performance specialist, I've also helped other people with their big cleans. And those jobs are very, very difficult to do by yourself. Uh, They're not only physically and mentally exhausting, but they can can and they do bring up all sorts of feelings. Uh, Feelings of shame and regret. You know, why haven't I dealt with this before? How did I let it get so bad? You know, being embarrassed about it. And then when you're embarrassed about something, you just ignore it, hoping that you will go away because you don't like that feeling. Well, I recently helped a woman clean out a ginormous 
walk-in closet. I mean, this thing was the size of a small room, uh, and it was packed to the brim on all sides, top, bottom, back, from floor to ceiling. Just clothes, clothes, more clothes. And 80% of those clothes, they didn't fit her anymore. We've all been there. Many of her items, they still had tags on them. You know, you couldn't even pull out an item without breaking the hanger. She had created this little makeshift aisle in the closet, surrounded by the clothes that she couldn't wear. You know, this was the only place in her home where she had allowed this to happen. And these clothes, you know, these clothes were mocking her. <laughs> they were making her feel ugly and unworthy. And those feelings were showing themselves in other parts in her life. You know, this woman, she was desperate. She was desperate for help because she just recently got laid off. She was looking for new work and she needed the help. So one day we went through every single item and we put it in a giveaway throwaway keep pile. Piles and piles and piles and piles. And I held space for her without judging her. I made her laugh when I could, you know, to break the tension. Uh, I helped her make tough decisions by being honest with her and reflecting back to her, her own thoughts and her own words. And I didn't let her wallow too much on any one item because tenacity and speed are key aspects to successful big cleans. Remember that tenacity and speed. You got to stick to it. You got to keep going, 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 even when it's uncomfortable, even when you stop, even when you're hungry, even when you're tired of it, you got to keep going and you got to go quick, 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 quick. And after a very long, very emotional, very grueling day, she could once again comfortably walk into her walk-in closet and find beautiful clothing that made her feel beautiful. She got her confidence back. She got her power back. That, that sense of confidence and style is what she needed to keep her going, to help her not only land another job, but live the life she truly wanted. Isn't that cool? I love it. I love it. I mean, I know big cleans suck, but they are so worth it. They open up new possibilities that we didn't even know existed. And, you know, they're just not relegated to the physical items like office supplies, paperwork, clothing. Big cleans, they can also be even more important for our business messes. So stay tuned for the next segment, The Coach Corner, to learn about clearing away that which no longer serves us in our careers, too. In addition to me being a keynote speaker and comedian, I am also a coach who works with professionals who need help crystallizing their content, bringing it down to its essence. While every single one of my clients is different, whether they're a speaker, an advisor, a coach, an artist, or any other subject matter expert for that matter, the initial process is always the same. I do a big clean on their content. 
I recently fielded a question from a speaker, friend of mine, who had stalled in his career. He, while he was successful for several years, he wasn't getting booked as frequently. Uh, his fee was steadily plummeting, and he asked me, what should I do to reset my career? I don't even know where to begin. I have so much material I've presented over the years, and it all used to work before. I'm stuck and don't know what to do. I keep seeing my peers doing well, and I can't seem to figure out the secret. Well, as a professional speaker, I know for a fact that this challenge is not unique. It's difficult to find speakers who will admit this, that they might be struggling, but believe me, many of them are. So first, I would tell my friend not to compare himself to others, because every situation is unique, and he doesn't really know the truth anyway. The best approach is to focus only on clarifying and magnifying his own brilliance, not to worry about what anyone else is doing. Because guess what? Facebook isn't real life, folks. Okay? There are one or two people on social media who may be exaggerating the truth. So here's what I'd recommend if he were my content crystallization client. I would go through everything, and I mean everything, every single word, every single graphic, every single detail of his website and LinkedIn profile, printed preferably because you'll find more mistakes, and use three highlighters to indicate what he should give away, in other words, repurpose it in a different way that he isn't already, throw it away, look for outdated, stale, boring noise, just fluff, or keep the nuggets of awesome that he can feel when he reads it or sees it. Keep only those things in your digital space that you love. Yes, you can spend a little bit of time feeling sad about the good old days when things were better, but don't wallow. Move on, move on, move on. You know, the 70s Pittsburgh Steelers, they were awesome too, but it's over, okay? Get over it. Wishing for the past doesn't make it come back. If it did, I'd still be in high school, sitting on my mom's couch, watching MTV music videos, and eating bugles on my fingertips. So we need to move back into the present moment and look at what is, not what was. So thank you for the question, my friend. I know that you are going to find your way back. Clear out the clutter of the old to let fresh, new, and lucrative ideas in. I promise that this big gesture of shifting the energy in your digital space, it will elicit huge, huge results in your business. If you have a question you'd like me to address on the show, please drop me an email, mindfulperformances at gmail.com, or you can find me on social media at Teresa Rose Presents. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. You can uh, send me your question, your concern, whether it's personal or professional. I will give you my two cents on how you can use mindfulness and mental mastery to address it. So now go clean up. Let's take this idea of cleaning out what no longer serves us and bring it into a guided visualization for our meditation minute. Take a few nice deep breaths so you can shift your focus from your logical mind into a quiet, still presence. Relax. 
Let any thoughts just move through you. Don't attach yourself to them. Just breathe. Let your shoulders relax and your belly soften. You have nothing to do but to be with me right now as we mindfully clean up what no longer serves you. Now imagine with your next breath that you and I are sitting in the middle of a big room and that room has everything in your life. In one section, it's the job you have, the people you are surrounded by, the objects you own, the beliefs you have, the fears, the dreams, the regrets, the memories. Look around at the room of your life. And with your next breath, I want you to imagine that we walk up together to the job pile. See the things in your career that you want to throw away and what you want to keep. Imagine that anything you want to get rid of miraculously disappears and you're still able to shine. Now imagine that we move over and we see the people in your life. Who stays? Who goes? For those who you can't send away for whatever reason, can you send away your resistance to them? Next, we walk up to your personal belongings. Take a long look at your possessions. What is no longer serving you that's just taking up space. Get rid of them. Zap. Delete. Now let's walk over to the beliefs pile. What's there? What do you believe? Does every single belief support you? If not, decide right now to remove those that are keeping you back from your best self. Breathe. And let's go, you and I, to the fear section of the room. What's there? And are you sure that it's your fear and not the one you inherited? Are you ready to let it go? 
Can you see yourself living in that space without that fear? And now we move from that section over to your dreams. Where are they? What do they look like? Are there any outdated dreams that no longer fit you? Keep the ones you really love and ditch the rest. Now, with another big deep breath, let's go to the regrets area of the room. What is there that needs to be removed? Do you need to keep anything in this area of your life? Regret? If you said yes, ask yourself why? Aren't you better off without any regrets? Maybe you can give them away and replace them with lessons instead. Does that feel better? And finally, let's end our tour of your life room in the memories section. Look at your past, the highs and the lows. Can you acknowledge each one as a special moment, either of learning or loving? Can you fill that entire room with gratitude, oozing out of every surface for the rich, blessed life you have? Let that gratitude fill your body just like it filled the room in your mind. Let gratitude run through your veins. Breathe deeply and know that you are on your way to the big clean of your life room. And when you're ready, Imagine that you will create the space you need to in your calendar to take action on the visualization we just had together. See yourself exerting the necessary physical, mental, emotional energy so you can let go of what no longer serves you. You've got this. You're ready to let go of the old so you can embrace the new. I believe in you. And now for the Laugh It Off segment where I bring a little levity into the land of mindful performance. 
about a million years ago, I was thumbing through a Chadwick's of Boston catalog, and I saw an outfit that I absolutely fell in love with. It was a sweater-leggings combo. Uh, the sweater was a sleeveless, bulky, cable-knit sweater with matching stretch pants. Pumpkin-colored. The lanky blonde model on the pages, she looked absolutely gorgeous in it. Well, I bought it, and when I shoved myself into the leggings, I stared in horror as I resembled far too closely that of a human sausage. Uh, did you think that I returned that car crash of an outfit? Oh, no, no, no. I put it back in my closet, and I kept that awful ensemble for years, every once in a while forgetting my sausage trauma and hoping that I would have magically gotten a foot taller lost 75 pounds, and morphed into a Nordic goddess. No such luck. I finally gave away that shame-filled mistake during one of my big cleans, and I just hope there's a woman named Elsa somewhere in Minneapolis who is absolutely rocking it. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Cleans episode of Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose. I hope you got inspired to tackle one of those big physical or energetic messes that may be keeping you from your fullest potential. Don't worry, you've got this. So if you need any help, tune into other episodes of Mindful Performances to discover more tools, more strategies, more mindsets you can employ to show up connect and deliver stronger performances at work, at home, and all day long. To listen to other episodes or to learn more about my work as a keynote speaker, corporate comedian, and content crystallization coach, I invite you to visit TeresaRose.com or find me on social media at Teresa Rose Presents. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a review and subscribe. I sure would appreciate it. Maybe someone in your life would benefit from hearing it too then you can share it with them. We can change our world one mindful step at a time. I'm Teresa Rose, and like me, I hope that you make it an amazing day. Bye-bye. If you liked what you've just heard, then go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Visit TeresaRose.com to listen to more episodes of Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.